During the Easter season, we read from the Acts of the Apostles in the first reading. This happens also at daily Mass. And at daily Mass, at the celebrations of the Eucharist that happen on Monday through Saturday, we progressively go through the Acts of the Apostles, hearing all of these stories of the early church. They really can make an impression upon a person. As I've been reading them again, another Easter season in, this year what really has struck me has been the power of the name of Jesus. There have been so many healings that the apostles do, and they do so in the name of Jesus. In fact, our very first reading today from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, comes about after the fact that they healed a crippled man. This man was at the gates, and he was there begging every day as people were coming for prayer. And then, one day, the apostles walk by, he begs to them, and Peter says, I have nothing to give you, but what I do give you, I do so in the name of Jesus. I tell you, rise and walk. And that man got up and walked. In one of the other readings of this past week from the Acts of the Apostles, Peter again cures in the name of Jesus. He tells a paralyzed man, in the name of Jesus, I tell you, get up and walk. He goes to another home, and in the name of Jesus, he raises a young woman from the dead. She had died, but in the name of Jesus, he commanded her to rise. There is power in this name of our Savior. And that is what St. Luke writes to us in our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. There is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we are to be saved. No other name under heaven by which we are to be saved. In another one of the passages of sacred scripture, it says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved by the name of Jesus. And what does his name mean? It means God saves, God heals. This is the name of our God. And so it's by his name that we are saved, by his name that we are healed. Have you ever prayed asking something in the name of Jesus? Or maybe if you're undergoing a temptation from the evil one, maybe you say, in the name of Jesus, I command you, Satan, to leave me. You have power and you have authority in the name of Jesus. And that's why it behooves all of us to foster such a great love and a great respect for the name of the Lord. So often it's taken in vain. So often people will use the name of Jesus and insert an expletive. It's not a prayer for them. But for us, we become more aware, we become more conscious of how we use the name of Jesus. By his name we are saved. And so really, in our life then, as disciples of the Lord Jesus, we want to make his name known. That's one of the things that Jesus tells the apostles to do, to go and to make his name known throughout the world. And well, here we are, 
2,000 years later, and that name of Jesus still being preached, still being proclaimed. The apostles went out. Paul said, I proclaim to you Christ crucified and risen from the dead. When another one of the apostles, Philip, encountered the Ethiopian eunuch in one of the readings this past week, he proclaimed the name of Jesus to him because he wanted to know more about this passage from Isaiah he was reading about. And so, what is our relationship with the name of Jesus? First, use it as a prayer. Second, proclaim the name of Jesus to your family and to your friends. Third, use the name of Jesus by taking power and authority in your spiritual life. Try to foster respect and honor for that name. It's really by the name of Jesus that we are saved. So every time you say his name in a prayer, every time you hear his name at church, every time you read it in the Holy Gospels, And even the times when you hear it out in public used in a way in irreverence. Remember what the name of Jesus means. And then as you do so, use that name. Pray with that name. Allow that name and that person, Jesus, to change your life.